This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. Everybody, my name is Ron Ecstasy, and this is Blue Men Group. I'm joined by and with you are with <laughs> John Bedrin and Devin Welsh. Hello, Yo. hi, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. It's a good morning. Good. Well, I'm I'm feeling pretty good too. So that that is it is a good morning. Just wide awake at five thirty in the morning. You know, Ron, yeah. you look good. Um, thank you. I think that, you know, that's a compliment, but we always do generally throw some compliments around, but everybody just said they're doing really good. So that's our compliment section. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for those compliments. Let's jump right into it. In this week in history, 1926, we can make sense of the future. If we understand the lessons of the past. Britain's Queen Elizabeth II, who has ruled for more than half a century, is born in London. Damn, did she say hmm. that right after she was born? <laughs> yeah, when was that? Yeah. She's a clip from 1926 of her birth year. I, n I never remember anything or like really listen to anything she says when she's speaking. It's all just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, a, kind of a I sound. It doesn't like really ever matter. Seen her speak. Right. Yeah, well, well you just did. Yeah, I um, heard her speak. But yeah, does it really matter like what she has to say? I no. don't think so because Absolutely I not. she okay you know how the Olympics work um, if you if you win a gold medal if you have a kid they don't immediately uh, they can't go into the Olympics right it's not their medal yeah they, they yeah and they can't be like well my my mom was in the in the Olympics so I should be too like right right it, it just doesn't work that way <laughs> and, but then with with the queen like it it seems as though the system in which she's living in, like who, when she has a kid, they're immediately going to do the same thing that she does. Right. 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 And I don't think that's any good. Um, and she, so she's the daughter of the King. Yeah. The King and, and somebody she's also else. married to the King or she's, yeah, and she's married. Yeah. Is yeah. Is he, man? is he called the King? I don't think so. Uh, who, her husband just died, Devin. Yeah, I know, but was he technically the king or no? <laughs> uh, no, he was a a prince or something. Yeah. He was a duke. Duke. He's a duke. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. And then and then like her her. Do you know Prince Charles? He was also that's, a real son of a bitch. That's her son. Um, that was his other title. Yeah, real. He's. I don't know about these people. Is all I'm trying to. They apparently they're all inbred. Is that true right. too? That could be that could be true. They definitely kind of... look very distinct from Oh absolutely. Beautiful. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Are you trying to say they're beautiful? Because yeah. I agree. They're definitely unusual. They definitely remind me of a particular animal. Um, um don't say <laughs> So wait, one. was it, when Elizabeth was born, was she she was born sort of as presumed to become the queen? She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. <laughs> and they removed it. 
and there was a bunch of and, other gunk in there as well. And then she started talking. And then she started saying that Since quote she that we heard Shut her. up. Yeah, she won't. She she gets on the TV once in a while. And then I know she has dogs. I know that uh, she's German. She's Spanish. She's everything. Yeah. Her last name is Windsor, Mount Botten Windsor or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't fans believe of, it. Fans of the Ron Ecstasy stream are familiar with the fact that we did a... Uh, we did a, a session on the queen and her That's house. Right. Oh, That's yeah, right. Oh yeah, we did. Queen's yeah. house. A deep session. Yeah, we we had a very deep. We watched a documentary about the royal family. It was mm -hmm. uh, fascinating. I still don't understand any of it. She has like it, forty corgis, and they apparently they're allowed to shit everywhere. Yeah, which is not cool. And and, and so I was also digging deep into the royal family on a website called Wikipedia. And I was looking at the the uh, the secession, the line of secession, or whatever it's called. So mm -hmm. whoever you know, when people die, becomes king or queen or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you go real deep into like the seventy fifth person on there, you can find those people on Instagram, and they don't have many followers. <laughs> and, um, and you can DM them, and you can DM them and tell them anything you want. And uh, <laughs> just because they were born uh, doesn't make them more special than you. So right. Listeners, you know, uh, just, uh, you, you know where to find these people. Um, please start yeah. harassing. Because you know what? Her Majesty's service or whatever will not block your DM. Allegedly. <laughs> um, so what else is in the news here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so today in history. Big day. The day after. 18. During World War I, Baron Manfred von Richthofen, the mm. German flying ace known as the Red Baron, is killed in action. Oh, no. Hmm. Rest in peace, Red Baron. <laughs> Even flying aces get killed in action. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and uh, Red Baron, I only know really through the uh, frozen pizza brand. Uh, very I, cheap. They're like four ninety nine. Yeah. Um, you know. Do you think he wanted to go out in the sky? Yeah, he he <laughs> died doing what he loved. But I feel like wouldn't that get in the way of being a really good pilot? Like I feel like if I was like a fighter pilot, the thing that would make me good is my fear of being shot down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't and know. He was in like a biplane or a triplane or something like that. With the two um, like stacks of wings. Yeah. Doing all sick. sorts of weird, weird stuff in that plane, probably. I mean, putting his those... laundry up on the wings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> putting his putting his Airing neighbor kid up on the wings flying <laughs> yeah. around. The whole family <laughs> rides on the plane. He he uh he probably died crashing through a barn, you know, or they had like the barn door <laughs> open and he flew through it, but then wingtip caught just the door at the outside. No, he flew well, through, but he landed into a pillow factory, bounced out of the pillow factory, <laughs> and then fell into a, a nail factory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, uh Manfred the Red Baron, Rick Tolfin. Um, how old was he when he died is what I wanna know. Probably uh, incredibly young. 1892 to 1918. Uh, I don't know. That's it's incredibly young. Nobody can figure out. All right, he's yep, a six years old. <laughs> yeah, some something like that. He died at six, I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, not. So are we supposed to like him because he was so good, or do we not like him because he was a uh, in the he was a, a allegiant to the uh his allegiance to the to the, to were the, with the Han, german empire the, yeah i think we like him in the way that we like a tabloid villain uh i mm. feel like that's probably what he was to the kind of the villain to contrast with the uh, heroic 
British he's sort of a, pilots. Yeah, right? he's sort of like a bad guy wrestler. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. The heel. Uh, yeah, Baron Baron von Rick uh, Richthofen. We so wait are scared is, of you. <laughs> is Baron part of the like you get promoted to Baron? Maybe I don't yeah. know. Maybe he was just know. a royal in some way, had a title. So yeah. he inherited the gold medal of Baronhood. Well, but he was good. so in, in German, when there's the That's Von, right. uh, I believe that means you're from like a house of royalty. Okay. Um, so he was from the Richthofen house, I guess, or family. Uh, so I guess he probably yeah, earned some sort of baronship. Uh uh, much like uh, the young son of former President Donald J. Trump, uh, his young son, Baron Trump. So, named after the Baron, Red Baron. Named after the mm -hmm. Nazi Red Baron. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, that, that um, was, sorry, that was World War I. Um, but anyway, uh, Baron von Richthofen, uh, rest in peace. He died a long time yeah. ago, and uh, if he could see an iPhone today, our current technology, he would be Oh my gosh. Or a Boeing 747 or whatever. Yeah. He could or fly uh, in the skies. Would... Yeah. With a, the current, you know, the current best military planes. Yeah. He'd, he'd try to it. take like a jetliner through a barn and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Or it would show him a nerd rope, you know, that candy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. blow his mind. Yeah. yeah. A I bag would... of Takis or whatever, like wish snack were... food nowadays. Wish yeah. you were here today really to see everything that we absolutely have in if our you lives. could show if you could show manfred von richtenhofen uh that picture of the guy eating cheetos with chopsticks like <laughs> while talking to somebody would he understand would he would, would it blow his mind you probably didn't know what chopsticks did, were did to my to me you think so do you think here's a question for the audience do you think manfred albrecht <laughs> freiherr von richthofen knew about chopsticks please write us a letter whether or not you think he did i would like uh, to show him a drone and see if he like you know becomes like anti-technology like it would probably he, he automated out of a job like we don't need you anymore red baron yeah strap and, a gopro on this guy i mean like yeah. just let him <laughs> let him strap the gopro to the red baron to see <laughs> <laughs> what it was but then it's just a red baron pizza going in the oven all right so that's that's that thank you very much manfred von richthofen uh, for being born and for dying for dying for your for your country and such Trying a great to cause. assassinate the queen elizabeth ii it's such really a great cause was... his his sister the queen elizabeth <laughs> he tried such to assassinate cause. uh all right <laughs> let's go into the thick and juicy part of the show. Mm -hmm. What's what? in, in the, the new? All right, gang. So we have some news stories here coming in, and uh, some of them are going out as well, going out to you inside of your ears. So headline it's a really weird way to... i know I'm, I'm sorry i'm uh so actually this uh this news story came from a website called barons.com whoa whoa it's a whoa. red baron propaganda website is that like a red Pizza. herring yeah red herring red baron all right headline 
Heineken stock gains as strong beer sales in Asia and Africa offset European slump. That's right. We're back on the beer beat. Nice. So we are tracking beer uh, business. We're analy- We're like beer business analysts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are putting together reports and we're selling them for thousands of dollars to corporations because we have the knowledge. And, and to I, military uh, uh, powers as well because yeah, they're I, also I, in the beer biz. I'm more interested in the the sort of um, the kind of uh, humanist aspect. Like I like oh. beer sales as a a vector mm. through which to understand the global economy as well as social trends and you know general well-being. Yep. And yep. It, like yeah, how much are people chilling in these different markets? Because when yeah. the beer index is up, that means people are you know kicking back a little more. Yep. And I mean like uh, it, you can find beer almost all over the world um save a few parts in the middle east which i even know that like you even there you can uh get access to beer at like uh american hotels and that kind of stuff very expensive though i think um in case anybody's looking but uh uh let's let's get into the to into this um so heineken beer sale volumes were flat (laughs) Uh, over year in the first qu- uh, year over year in the first quarter, that's funny because I've been crushing Heineken lately. Uh, by lately, I mean the past year, just because it's like uh, widely available and cheap at the store that I get it at. Um, it's a nice green anyway, bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's just like easy. It's just like beer tasting beer. This yeah. has turned into a review of random beers too. But let's get again. Let's let's focus on this article here. Yeah, yeah. Volumes jumped five point four percent in the Asia Pacific region, uh, led by double digit growth in Vietnam, Singapore, and South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Beer sales volumes grew nine point nine percent in Africa, Middle East, and Eastern Europe region, driven by Nigeria and South Africa. So if you can imagine a car. Now imagine somebody drinking and driving mm-hmm. and those two countries are Nigeria and South Africa. They are <laughs> they are drunk driving the uh, sales of beer in those regions. Do they Wonderful. sit on the uh, other side of the So I'm in uh, the United States where we drive on the uh, left side of the car and the car is on the right side of the road. Yeah. South Africa and Nigeria is it the other way around because they're I'm not sure. I think South Africa would be unsure about Nigeria. I have a feeling that Nigeria probably is uh, similar to the United States. So if you drive from Nigeria to South Africa, which is a long drive, but if you did, because you could, uh, you'd have to switch. Yeah, you'd have to switch your steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have Um, to switch your car. You have to sell your car right when you arrive and buy a new one. But so the the counterpoint to these gains is that sales sales volumes fell ten percent in Europe, where many countries Ooh. remain under strict lockdown measures uh-huh. to combat a third wave of COVID nineteen infections. Heineken said at the start of April, less than thirty percent of on trade venues, which are bars, cafes, and restaurants in Europe, were open. Sales of the Heineken brand rose twelve percent, growing in all regions apart from Europe. Wow, that is interesting. So people in Europe don't like drinking at home. Is yeah. that what's going it, on? Yeah. Yeah, I don't maybe maybe that is the case. See, that's an interesting question. Cuz I never thought about that because I don't I have no problem with having a few around the house, you know? You treat it like a hey, sometimes your house is a bar, you know? <laughs> like you just <laughs> you can uh throw peanut shells on the ground, you can mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes, whatever. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. So, I mean, the, the beer companies are still making bank. Uh, their, their, their net profit for the period was 168 million euros. That's 201 million us dollars. Um, and mm. obviously their stocks are doing well. And you know what that means? They're going to cut, uh, 8,000 jobs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, around 10% of Heineken's workforce is being sacked. Uh, uh, as a part of a, quote, wider strategic plan aimed at boosting margins and generating $2 billion in savings by 2023. But the good news That's is so that funny. those uh, fired employees will have a lot more time to drink beer. So that True, yeah. That's right. They'll be sales. on the dole and That's they will good. have a lot of stuff to do around the house. So. Yeah. Um, so one interesting little tidbit here is that the rise in popularity of drinking at home helped to a certain extent, but hmm. it also pushed costs higher as it is more expensive to package cans and bottles. So mm. that could be part of the explanation for uh, oh, declining so revenues. Europeans are used to drinking beer on draft. Right. Yeah. And then well, when they when the shutdown was happening, they're like, well, they can't I can't buy beer to take home. Yeah. Now they're getting more used to the American lifestyle. Yeah. Just putting your feet up. Oh, yeah. Baby. Sipping, sipping on six or seven brews. Getting that <laughs> beer gut going. Uh, you know, like uh, it, it's. It is funny how this is potentially affecting Europe. I had no idea, but this is also let's keep in mind these like the the largest brewer probably in the in the world, Heineken, or one mm -hmm. of them, or mm -hmm. a part of a conglomerate that is a part of that. So makes sense for them to. Uh, I mean, it doesn't at all, but cut all those jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, that's wild. That sales are up in like the global marketplace, and they're like going to lose eight thousand jobs. That's so many. Yeah, and, and when when I see the 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 quote uh wider strategic plan aimed at boosting <laughs> margins that's the kind of stuff on our business analysts things it's right. filled with that kind of stuff and when you write those kinds of things to big corporations they love that they love yeah. reading that yeah and uh <laughs> those words are very pleasing to them yeah because mm -hmm. it gives it gives them uh power secret power to like fire everybody right and, and like uh, collect a bonus yeah yeah. And again, as Devin said, people are just going to start drinking more, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. which is, again, good for Heineken. But uh, and good for us, because as business analysts, we're more concerned with how the executive class is interacting with us and how they're profiting. That's yeah. we don't care about these 8000 jobs. This is good news for us. Yeah, yeah. No, that more, means we can sell more reports. Hey, more beer for us, more reports for us. So, OK, Heineken, uh, glad to do work with you. <laughs> By the way, guys, we did write that business plan. Um, we did actually personally fire uh, about a thousand employees. Yeah, I did a thousand last Thursday, I think, and then it's heavy work. You have to drink a lot of Heineken while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I I then yeah. sent a mass email to two thousand more people after I had like I don't know four to six Heinekens, and then uh, I think Devin may have fired a few people. Last yeah, after too. like I think I had more than six. I can't okay. even remember, but I'm really beer. behind on my firings because I keep inviting people to go have a beer, and it takes oh, like all night to fire someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because once you just... break the news, they really start pounding them back. That's why you I just do it just... through email. It's yeah, so much easier. You like you drink really quickly a six pack, and then you just send out like a really <laughs> tough but fair mass email. Curse, yeah, yeah, just big. It's like a big mail. No merge. wiggle room, yeah. No, you just got to put all the. Okay, so Heineken Corporate will give you the email addresses okay. in like the CSV file, 
And then okay. all you do is organize them by like alphabet or whatever. Cause I've, I've divvied all of them up. Cause there's like 8,000 or so emails in there. <laughs> and then you just throw it into the Gmail program that I sent you the email about John. Right. I don't know if you I, opened that no, one. Sorry. I, like I said, I've been drinking a lot of beer, so I haven't really been checking my emails. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, fine. Me too. But yeah. so, but then you just, okay. Sorry, Dev, I just want to finish this. Uh, like you just upload the CSV file to that program. And then mm -hmm. it BCCs essentially okay. like thousands of people. And then mm -hmm. uh, you do have to give it a rest because you can only send so many Gmails, you know, like, oh, because we didn't pay for the unlimited service. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to save money too. So <laughs> but also, if you want to, if you want to get fired, I'll fire you right now, John. Whoa, just, John, oh, sorry. word of advice is when you hit send, just make sure you have a couple before you make that step because <laughs> yeah, the weight of that, that decision is really it's easier to handle if you've had a couple. Yeah. So yeah, couple Heineken, Heineken stock. <laughs> yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's gotta be Heineken. A couple Heineken he specifically. Heineken stock again, gains as strong beer sales in Asia and Africa offset this, this sad European slump that we're seeing. Uh, all I can say to our European <laughs> listeners, go drink some beer, have six or seven with your friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cheer up else... and have a few beers in the morning and just, you know, yeah. Go, go with the day. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget. Okay, if you're gonna have six or seven beers, don't forget to uh, drink a bit of water before you go to bed. Just like a few sips. <laughs> you're guaranteed. Yeah, I think around two hundred milliliters for our Europeans. Just there we you go. Know, just a bit. Yeah. All right. So Heineken, you're on watch. All right, guys. We got a uh, article here from the AP Newswire. Uh, Again, which we pay tons of money for a uh, couple <laughs> uh, man has tossed used cups in their yard for three years. <laughs> the headline. <laughs> the... <laughs> it's okay. couple colon man has tossed yeah. <laughs> used cups in their yard. I know <laughs> I, when I was reading that, I was like, what? I, I don't I got so confused. It's like where it's not news to the point where they even struggle to construct the headline in a way that, that like is readable because that's informative. Yeah. 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 They, they, it, somebody had to, had to say like, okay, good. Send it, post it, post it up. Like, uh, and they're, they're expecting to make some ad revenue off this with these, uh, tabula feed at the bottom where they, hopefully I can f pretend to, or like accidentally click on one and make, uh, AP 13 cents. 13 but, cents, um, yeah. An upstate New York couple may have finally solved the mystery of who's been tossing used coffee cups in their front yard for nearly three years. <laughs> I have to imagine this is like daily or five times a week, maybe. Yeah, I like that AP Wire was like, this isn't a news story until it hits the three year mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. They've been following this beat and they're like, the people are pleading with them, please publish something like we need your help. And it's like, yeah. Eh. This is like some Washington Post, like spotlight type, like long form, long term, careful, patient, yes. in-depth yeah. journalism. The investigative journalist like lived with this couple yeah. for six months. <laughs> Edward and Cheryl Patton told the Buffalo News they tried mounting a camera in a tree in front of their home in Lakeview to catch the phantom litterer. But it wasn't until some neighbors got involved recently and followed a minivan and jotted down its license plate number that there was a break in the case. Wow. Hmm. 
imagine that getting chased by like some some neighbor like you're like what is going on here imagine making your imagine being their neighbor and them being like so there's they tell you the whole story and it sounds crazy and they're yeah. like, we need your help i love the idea too of the guy just like tossing it so so, <laughs> so thoughtlessly and then, and then like looking in his rearview mirror he's like what the hell's going on <laughs> And then just like really concerned people scribbling down numbers and like calling the cops yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but here so we go. At, it's yeah. It yeah. turns out that there's a pathology here for sure. Yeah. After Edward Patton called police, they waited and pulled over a vehicle driven by 76 year old Larry Pope, who Cheryl Patton said had once worked with her and had disagreements with her over union issues. Mm. Interesting. Pope was charged with harassment and ticketed for throwing, throwing refuse onto a roadway. Well, it wasn't a roadway, right? It was their yard. Yeah. So it yeah, sounds well, like he's, this sounds like mistrial to me. He gets off on a technicality. <laughs> yeah. 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 You to do it again. We don't like it, but you're a free man. <laughs> yeah. Larry Pope walks again <laughs> and he like grabs a coffee on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I thought he was just extremely consistent but thoughtless, and he's just like he finishes his coffee at like nine thirteen a.m. every day, exactly. and he just happens to be driving past this one spot. Yeah, Larry Larry Pope's a creature of habit. That's all yeah. I. That's what I'm gathering from this. Yeah, you can set um, your watch to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The Navy, the U.S. Navy, sets the uh, atomic clocks to uh, Larry Pope's uh, refuse throwing hand. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, I found it very hard to believe that someone I knew would do something like that, especially at his age. Ooh, Cheryl Ooh. Patton goes in with the ageist. Yeah. Uh, the right yeah. hook into uh, Larry Pope's uh, mentality, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be mature now that he's 76. This woman clearly never saw the original Jackass movie where Johnny Knoxville <laughs> dressed up as an old man to steal things. That's true. <laughs> she, Cheryl Patton she clearly has not seen that. <laughs> Um, so the patents said that littering has since stopped, uh, or stopped since Pope was pulled over and, um, a message was left at a phone number listed for Pope on Sunday. Hmm. Uh, By who? Ominous. Yeah. And that's all it says. <laughs> that just uh, ends on that. <laughs> who um, left the well, message? Was it Cheryl Patton or was it, uh, the AP? <laughs> well, that does mean that his phone number is somewhere out there. Oh, we should, maybe we should... Well, so listeners, stick around next week. We'll have Larry Pope on to discuss this issue <laughs> yeah. and his pending legal battle. Yeah. And, right. and any so, Lakeview, New York listeners, anyone in the area, if you'd like to really mess with Cheryl Patton, <laughs> maybe stop at Starbucks or Tim Hortons on the way by. Yeah. Drop. Turn this into a movement. Show your support for Mr. <laughs> Pope. For Larry yeah. Pope. The Spartacus of our age. Yeah. I'm imagining Larry Pope driving a Pope mobile too, which makes it even better that you can like see him or he's it's being so driven around. Who it yeah, is. Yeah. He's driven. He's being driven around in a, in a box, a uh, glass box. And then yeah, he chucks his. He's, he's standing up. He's invulnerable. So he doesn't care. They see him and they try to throw <laughs> rocks at him, but they just bounce off. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe we can we can speak to Larry Pope because we have been involved in some like cleanup issues before. Uh, this is not unfamiliar territory for us. That's we true. are very, uh, you know, ear to the ground with regards to uh, small scale and large scale littering. Ron um, has really sort of set the intention for this 
this podcast to clean up this country uh, mm-hmm. one small town and one small dispute at a time that's yeah. right so maybe we could even send the Patton family uh, a garbage bin to maybe yeah. like a smaller one we've done yeah. it before we can do it again uh maybe like a lavex maybe like a 10 gallon something okay. easy sure well yeah we'll we could do it. that yeah, yeah we'll discuss that uh at our um uh meeting about last week's uh podcast after this recording uh, all right, let's move along. We're uh, done with Larry Pope. He's driven away off to go get another coffee. Uh, <laughs> all right, looks like we're going to go up into space. Uh, Dev, can you uh, take this one for us? Yeah, so this is an interesting story. Um, the headline is NASA's rover makes breathable oxygen on Mars. Um, an instrument <laughs> on NASA's Perseverance rover on Mars has made oxygen from the planet's carbon dioxide atmosphere. It's the second successful technology demonstration on the mission, which flew a, he- a mini helicopter on Monday. And so when I hear this headline, I kind of feel like like the subtext is like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah, we've got oxygen up here. <laughs> yeah, Come on like, up. So, Hope everyone's like, getting ready. It's breathable. Like, let's get the show on the road. And yeah, so- I. Uh, not to be annoying, but... Uh, I know some people with like breathing issues down here because of like the air is not too not too good in 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 some of the larger cities. You know, yeah. some of them have asthma. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, it's cool that we can have it up there. You know, like clean air that is is uh, breathable. Yeah, but, least uh, I'd like somewhere. to know who who's allowed to make the claim that it's breathable if there's no one up there to breathe it. Yeah, we Ooh. need a, a we need a test subject. Yeah, I don't think that helicopter and NASA was is looking for air. volunteers. Yeah, to well, send up there. I, I just maybe we could capture some of that breathable air from up there, and then just uh, maybe bring it down here. Is that what we're gonna think? It would be easier than just cleaning up <laughs> what we've the mess we've made already, right? Yeah, right. but any okay. yeah, it's it's so I don't know how much there's to say about this one, but. It's, uh, I felt some pressure from it. I felt like, um, it's yeah. yet another, another step, uh, towards all of us living on Mars. It's a little, and... yeah, it's a little anxiety inducing because it's mm-hmm. like, it's moving along. Like they're not slowing down on this project of, like, no. and it's even, where is it? Uh, the name of the program NASA's mm-hmm. thinking is that future human missions would take scaled up versions of MOXIE with mm. them to the red planet rather than try to carry the earth all the oxygen needed to sustain them yeah so, so moxie is like the name of the robot that makes air oh so my god like yeah our our new like you know there it's got moxie it's like everyone's optimistic and energetic like <laughs> yeah. come on we're going up to mars <laughs> yeah. yeah i've got like, all the air you need there's no reason for you to stay behind come on man we've got moxie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're going to and mars it, we've got moxie we've got oxygen and then it yeah. winks at you it's like ah yeah, it feels as though they've already have a job for me up there that I have to like go do. That's and exactly due. what I was thinking. It's due in like a week. Yeah, it's like well, now, like, I have, like as soon as we can work. breathe up there, it's time to start working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that's gonna what be, like, comes next. Forms to fill out. Like it's like okay, like are you coming? Because you know we've got these things and they're due in a week, and you know <laughs> we need your signature. Do you have yeah. your moxie on you? Hi, do you have your moxie on you? Hi, we're here to check your moxie. Yeah, here to check your moxie levels real quick. It's going to be uh, nice and easy. Oh, there you go. Okay, thanks. Have a good time. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid of uh, what's happening to Mars. I Listen, I, I think we've all been there when you're a kid. You're into uh, 
the solar system. You may even have a favorite planet. Mm -hmm. A lot of people had Mars. I didn't. Okay. Mars was Ooh. not my favorite planet. Yeah. What was your favorite? Uh, Saturn. But um, <laughs> I think right. that, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to really get obsessed with Mars. And uh, I, I, I want, maybe we can start obsessing about, you know, our neighbors throwing stuff at your, your yard or like tunnels underground or, uh, you know, people yeah. driving jet skis for Important love. Important things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm moving on. I'm no longer interested in Mars. I think it's a little passe. It's nice. a little, little last year. I'm, I'm wondering when we're going to have oxygen on Saturn. Yeah. There we go. I'm wondering about Pluto. Oxygen oh, on Pluto when? Deb, that's going to take <laughs> so long to get there. <laughs> well, get cracking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Show some moxie and yeah. uh, get get work get started on it. Get an extra get a couple of extra moxie oxygen packs. Uh put mm -hmm. that in your backpack and just drink a big cup of coffee. Head off. Uh, talk and, to you when you've got it done. And uh <laughs> don't forget to download um the uh like uh better help to uh help you along the way. I would yeah. like you to this is now sponsored by BetterHelp, the uh <laughs> The therapy yeah. uh, app. You will it's encounter all... a number of uh, of challenges emotionally and mentally <laughs> while yeah. you're floating in blackest space for uh, years and years, years. on yes. your own. So we've we've given you a uh, iPhone 12, and it's loaded up with 13 of your favorite MP3s and um, <laughs> an app called BetterHelp. That uh, if you can get a connection while you're up there, we, we we'll connect you with a board certified. Uh, something I don't know, and and they'll talk to you about like what's going on, and maybe like find out what's wrong with you. We're gonna load you up with podcasts. You're gonna have uh, a number of really interesting series on um, historical events, and mm -hmm. we can, we won't be able to update you. So over the years and decades, as you're gone, you won't <laughs> be able to get new content. But we'll right. give you as much as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, basically we'll, we'll the uploading. entirety of uh, hardcore history will get you there. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. It's just that's long true. enough, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Moxie isn't just the first instrument to produce oxygen on another world; it's the first technology of its kind that will help future missions live off the land using elements of another world's environment, also known as in situ resource utilization. <laughs> Wonderful. Said said Trudy Cortez. Uh, director of Technology Demonstrations with NASA Space Technology Mission Directorate. Yeah. yeah. Head of Operation Escape Pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Head of Operation, it only fits 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so they're going to start. Uh, you're going to fly the Ingenuity helicopter again, actually, today. Um, that will be happening and being flown uh, by the Red Baron's great great grandson, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baron von Richten, often uh, the younger, is flying it. Um, mm -hmm. as John just said, uh, the mini chopper made history this week by performing the first power control flight, uh, by an aircraft on another world, yeah. The the uh, Wright brothers, who uh, I did insinuate on my live stream last night that the uh, Wright brothers were dating and they were not, uh, <laughs> they were just called the Wright, the Wright brothers. And that was like their, their kind of like street name. But yeah. um, 
I, I imagine that they would be very uh, impressed with this. They were definitely yeah, the, close. If we could oh. show them the oxygen machines on Mars uh, today, I think they would be really impressed. Yeah. Be, yeah. With but then we could like later well. bum mm -hmm. them out with some other thing be like, yeah, but it's like, it's not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, what do you mean? Like I, <laughs> I'm, I, uh, you have to understand, like I invented the, the first air lift craft, you know, like in, uh, uh, 1902 yeah, or something like, at my, at my bicycle shop in Dayton, Ohio. And yeah. It's like, and it's like, yeah, but no, that's, that's really old now. And also, and the yeah. stuff today, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not, we're not happy about it. Yeah, listen, Orville, like, listen, Wilbur, like, it's really lovely that you guys, like, spent all that time just to experience the joy of flight. Yeah. But today, technology and progress and innovation is driven by trying to get off of this collapsing dead <laughs> husk of a planet. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited by things anymore. Also, you really get it. You need to adapt to, you know, this 21st century attitude. Also, Orville, look at me in the eyes. You're, like, dozing off when I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> like, listen, your invention... Now, like all all your invention has done is create like uh, John Travolta is like the guy who flies now, right? Like oh, wow. he's, he's he's the only he's, pilot. They're letting he's the only the pilot left. He's essentially the only pilot left, and uh, and he he's not he doesn't even ha have real hair, right? <laughs> the only real pilot. Yeah, only. he's the only. He, like the last of the real pilots, you know. <laughs> the last of the real John Travolta, the last of the real pilots. Um, um but anyway, um and, <laughs> and I think uh yeah, that settles the question of the Wright brothers. Yeah, yeah. Once and for and all. And the fact that we're not gonna be going to Mars. Yeah. Uh, try and take me up there. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, John's kicking and screaming. And 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 uh that's not a good way to begin a trip to Mars, kicking and screaming. So let's uh, let's close the let's close the chapter on on Moxie Mars and and NASA. Who I'm beginning to uh, it's gone from an institution that I used to revere to an institution who I I'm starting to fear. Um, that fills me with fear and dread. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's let's check back in with them. Uh, Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Uh, let's let's jump along, hop along over to. Uh, let's roll over. Oh, let's roll over like a dog, um, and just imagine ourselves in a large building. Okay, close your eyes as we walk through the door. Mm, take a big <laughs> deep breath. Take a big deep breath of that fresh, fresh mm. air. Ah, ooh, it's not that fresh actually. It's filled with cigarette smoke and smells like. Uh, mm -hmm. dirty socks. <laughs> Shoe Where are we? Where are we? Uh. Shoe polish. We're at a bowling alley, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you are unfamiliar with bowling, <laughs> you must be one of uh, you the... must be living on Mars, <laughs> <laughs> shaped like a bowling ball. Uh, uh, you, you, you must not live in one of 90 countries that plays bowling that bowls. <laughs> Uh, and, and you may not be one of the hundred million people who bowl, uh, including by the way, 70 million Americans in the, or at least people in the United States. I, I don't know what their citizenship is, but let's assume <laughs> most of them are Americans, a few like, you know, other 
Anyway, a lot they're of people are Polish. They're all undocumented Polish immigrants. <laughs> well, yeah. more than yeah. you think. You would you yeah. So bowling is huge in the United States. Okay, and listen, there's a few ingredients you need to you need to, okay. to actually bowl. All right. right? Are are let's what think of them. Let's go. think of them. Yeah, list them. Shoes. Okay. Specific okay. bowling shoes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, like a lane. Uh, yeah. A wooden lane. A shirt that's not too constricting. A shirt that's right. not too constricting. It's Pants. not a shirt you tuck in. It's a shirt that goes over your belt. Pants yes. that are also kind of loose. Loose yeah. pants. Good, good socks or something because you're going to be wearing... The, presumably, you don't have your own shoes and you're going to be renting them from the bowling alley. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah you rent or... Yeah, but good pair of socks. Okay. Um, elastic so the, waistband, I think, too, on your, on your pants. Yes would help an elastic waistband would help on your pants um listen there's like a little restaurant here does anybody want beer because i'm gonna get if i get a pitcher pitchers yeah, are real have, cheap i'll go oh yeah i'll go in on that yeah well, you I also would, would you share some nacho fries with me i oh, guess yeah yeah, I yeah we'll get those and like let's friend. get some uh potato skins too those look good oh yeah okay but wait uh, we're missing something Okay, mm. yeah, yeah. Pins. Oh, yeah, you need the pins. What do you mean pins? Bowling pins. Yeah. What do they look like? They're like, like a... Uh, shaped like look... a lady, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sure. Kind of? Like a pear-shaped lady. Um... <laughs> Bowling pin-shaped lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Okay, so then what else? Uh, the... You've got the lane. The lane. Yeah. Ashtray. Yeah. Big part of it. Glass Is there anything else? beer. Ball retrieval system. Maybe you can yeah. need glasses too. Glass, yeah. glasses for the pitcher. For the beers. The beer. Okay. Um, no, I was gonna say. Is there something though, we're missing? I was gonna say though, the pitchers are so cheap. You may as well just get your own, cause like. Yeah. True. Otherwise, know. we're gonna have to keep going back up there to get more. I might actually yeah. get nachos rather than nacho fries too. Maybe we. Yeah, I guess get... if we're getting potato skins yeah. too, we don't need. Then we don't both. need the fries. Okay. Well. Yeah. So. Anyway, Do they have hot dogs that up there? Out. Let's start no. the game. Um, so who goes first? Uh, uh, we'll go by oldest. I'll okay. go first. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna put Ron because it's three letters. Oh, you enter okay. your name. Oh, yeah. there's a TV here. TV. Okay. Oh, Ron, you I can got do, an idea. You can do three, Dad. three letters too because you're J O N. And then what if Dad's... we did like silly names? Is that? Yeah. Is that okay? Well, I already I... just put them in. Yeah, he just put them in. Oh, okay. Quite quick. At so, that. all right. All right now yeah, okay. I think we can like get. Is there anything else we need? Oh, what? The bowling ball. The bowling ball. Okay. Oh, got, it. Right. got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Right. Okay. Let's go get our bowling ball. Does anyone have one? Uh, whoa. Speaking look at... of bowling balls. Yeah. Look at, look <laughs> at over there. Look at that guy, that guy over there bowling. What, what's his score? Um, uh, it's a perfect game, and oh my uh, god, that that all leads us into our story, which is the bowling ball of the, of, week. Of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the bowling ball of the week, and our story here, as you just heard, we we were just at the bowling alley while somebody bowled a perfect game. Let's get the full story. What what, what can you tell us? Headline. Man fills bowling ball with father's ashes. 
Then bowls a perfect game. Beautiful. 300 is perfection in bowling, but for John Hinkle, some 300 games are better than others, especially when they include your late father. The TV headline said, Dad's ball. John Hinkle is a two-time <laughs> NCAA bowling champion. He's rolled so many 300 games, he's lost count. But none were like the one last week. Wait, I thought it was oh, like so he does absolutely... this all the time. Yeah, I thought it was like impossible <laughs> to bowl at three hundred. Yeah, was... <laughs> Wait, so yeah, how is and... this really like a, a a competitive sport if it's like people can consistently get a perfect score? Is this guy about... in yeah. drugs? Well, we don't know. But anyway, so he did something pretty unremarkable, but he did it with a bowling ball <laughs> filled with his father's ashes, which is very sentimental. That is really. That is interesting. That's great. Did he just pour it into the finger hole, or is it like somehow integrated into the ball? Use it as chalk, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, he accidentally licks his hands. He's like, "Oh shit!" I just, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, it, it, it. See, I was just about to say, like, that is nice that he, he, he does, he did that for his dad. But then when they said that he's just has so many, he can't even keep track anymore yeah. like kind of cheapens it then yeah it does i know i was like the headline really uh got to me i you know it felt quite like the tug at my heart strange yeah. because it felt like oh he he accomplished this there must be some sort of special psychic connection with his father in the yeah. ball yeah but if it the seems father like, was yeah, guiding the day. ball into the pins right exactly <laughs> right yeah maybe he maybe that did happen but there's no way to tell because he always <laughs> bowls a perfect game he yeah. was going to bowl 290 but yeah. His dad, yeah. Daddy came. Daddy helped. Let's, you know, let's imagine uh, if you're at the alley and you're you're bowling with your dad's ashes, and then it gets like stuck in the ball return. <laughs> you're just like, Fuck. yeah. Or you bowl the worst game of your life. <laughs> <laughs> just like, gutter ball after gutter it is, ball after gutter there, ball. The staff comes over and they're like, "Do you want like the bumpers on?" Yeah, the, yeah it's, it's like, like oh, seems like after all, the ashes kind of destabilized <laughs> the ball and really screwed it up. Like, yeah, the, really suboptimal. This ball, it somehow like uncorks and there's just ash all over the lane. <laughs> and they're like, some some guy goes out to like clean it up. <laughs> some guy, some guy goes to clean it up and is just like slipping on the like <laughs> on the oily Agreed. yeah the, the like oily uh, bowling lane super polished lane yeah You're with so the wax on it and you just feel so terrible it's the ashes like, are like oh, mixing God. with the uh, the 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 wax and it's creating this like gritty surface that's like messing up the lane it's like scratching the wood yeah is there any the... left that didn't fall out of the ball and then somebody checks and it's like no sorry <laughs> yeah exactly and, and it's left. just like. It's like it, it just happened at like seven fifty-eight at night, and like at eight o'clock they turn on the cosmic bowling lights and stuff like that, and it's just like and all these dark. teenagers show up. <laughs> yeah, and, and ashes are glowing ultra bright. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of like bullying him about it, and like he doesn't know what to do. It's it's all rough. Let let's hear mm -hmm. let's hear the rest of his story. I'm I'm, I'm quite curious. I had tears in my eyes for the eleventh and twelfth frame. I couldn't even tell you where that last ball went. I had so many tears in my eyes just throwing it. I just was hoping that it would strike, and it did. I'll tell you, John. He bowled his 300 on his regular league night, but it was the first time he used a unique ball. Hinkle bowls two-handed, and to do that legally, you can't have three holes in your bowling ball. So hmm. he filled the thumb hole of his ball with his father's ashes. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well so that answered my question. He does like an illegal throw. 
and then to legalize <laughs> his throat, he has to put yeah. his dead dad in a bowling ball. Yeah, he's like the bowling like Pete Rose or something. He's like yeah. cheating all over the place. <laughs> yeah. What if it turns out that it's it's kind of like he just needed they told they just put that rule in effect because he was getting so many three hundreds. And then they're they're like, well, what he's like, what do I do? And they're like, well, you got to fill one hole with something. Yeah, and yeah, we can't let. And him. then he's, he's like, dominating. what do I have on me at the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's exactly. just had gotten his father cremated. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, hmm, just stab well, him in there. Get in there. Got to make do with what you have where you are. Yeah, he was he was crying for other reasons. He's just like a <laughs> hyper emotional guy. And like, all right, let's go continue. So right here is where the thumb hole used to be. So that's where the ashes are at. His father introduced bowling to John and his brother Joe, and they've bowled on the same team for years. I was talking to my brother earlier in the night. I go, I'm shooting a 300 tonight with this ball. He goes, do it. This makes up for so many nights growing <laughs> up that we slept in a bowling alley while our parents were finishing league night. He slept in a bowling Okay, when they were finishing league night. That makes yeah. more sense. I was, I was just assuming they were sleeping at a bowling alley. <laughs> Both John and Joe say this is an incredible achievement for their bowling family, and they both firmly believe their father, John, was present for this last Monday night. Wow, that's interesting. He was in the ball. Right, yeah, they just <laughs> yeah. said where he was. Yeah. Down the lane. He was down the lane the whole day. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was physically... up and down the lane, hitting <laughs> the pins back through the machine. <laughs> Putting your fingers very, in the other holes right beside him. It's very funny to throw, to hurl your father at some wooden pins also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's bashing his father over and over again. Oh, my God. It's not really a resting place. Never had a 300. I had goosebumps, chills. I, it was, he was there. He just got the COVID vaccine. That's why he's got <laughs> goosebumps and chills. He's got to go yeah. rest. This is right. the best one. This is by far the best. And I, it was definitely the hardest one because, I mean, I was shaking. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice capper to that one. Nice. Yeah, so uh, rest in peace, uh, Father John Hinkle Sr. Um, a man who never bowled in his life. Yeah, yeah well, he, no, it he, says he, he bowled a lot, and he never got a perfect game. He got 298, 299, but never 300, and whoa. so that's part yeah. of it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that is good, and uh, he, uh, I think we're going to kind of look away at the making his children sleep in bowling alley aspect of his life but otherwise oh, we, don't need, a, we don't need to discuss that a great man um but maybe uh, uh maybe retire that ball maybe give your father's ashes a rest now you've done the perfect game hang it know. from the rafters don't make it like your kind of everyday workhorse ball right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just because it's not it's not your lucky ball now yeah, it needs yeah. to rest. It needs to be in a resting place. I yeah. think they should bury a hole in the ground and put the ball in, and then just keep it in the ground. Yeah, that could or be keep something. It in the, keep it in one of the lanes gutters. We could uh, we could try to contact and make suggestions about the ball's proper resting place. We could start a GoFundMe and try to buy the ball. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, can we get that ball? It's like, how much for the ball? Everyone has a price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we bury it. We're like, all right, it's he's no longer. You can't abuse your your uh, father with right. throwing him at big. Uh, we big get a special pins. one of those bags for bowling ball, for just bowling balls made. Mm -hmm. Oh, and definitely. That's his like coffin. And we bury it in that, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks so much, Hinkle family. We are 
pleased to see you in the media uh, with your uh, illegal bowling throws and legal legalized bowling balls. We uh, we admire you and we will definitely be keeping an eye on you. All right. Uh, I mentioned that we I, I say that every every episode that we will be keeping an eye or I'll say like we'll be keeping track like. This is kind of a, a you know, it, some, something that I say nearly every episode. Yeah. Just want to remind you, we do have a nerve center that is keeping track of all of these things. If you can imagine an octopus, okay, eight arms on an octopus, tentacles mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Uh, we essentially like we have a human style octopus situation of people typing on many computers looking at every uh, it's kind of like uh, NSA surveillance that Edward Snowden was doing. Um, yeah, we, we we have similar access to things. Um, yeah, and during the day, Ron lays recumbent, and he has monitors all spread out, and he right. is raised in such a way as to where his heart, his blood pressure is so low that he's correct. able to operate at faster than normal computer processing speeds. That is completely one hundred percent correct. It's all that's all true. Um, um, so, so, what's next? What is next? I love that question. And what is next is our last segment for today. It's last week's numbers. What are the right, numbers gang? looking like? This so, is, by the way, what it's all about. All this number crunching and all this anal- analysis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Analysis. Yes. This is how we, the more we track everything, right? And so we track numbers. That's how that's business, baby. Just tracking everything. So over the past uh, 14 days we're down 17 percent all right yeah. well you know the the market has its uh, ups and downs but we, yeah. we will live to fight another day we we're not giving up to you know no. just as a message to you loyal listeners we're not giving yeah, up we're not no 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 <laughs> um do you think like i'm trying to uh rack my brain here like COVID lockdowns, maybe is that maybe not as many people, yeah, people are driving aren't to work listening to many podcasts because yeah. they're, they're, they're working from home. They don't have time to right. put something on in the background or listen yeah. to something. Exactly. See, see John, right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We're living through extraordinary times. I mean, we can't uh, be true. expecting people to listen every week, but no, we, right. we but, do right. still hope for it. Yeah. But, yeah. It would be nice if, yeah. Let's maybe just put also listen to back catalog episodes i mean it'd be nice if people listen to the episodes you know throughout the month maybe not on a weekly basis maybe you catch up at the end or something yeah exactly listen to them all at one time like um, yeah, play simultaneously yeah play four yeah. episodes at once and listen to them all at the same time it only takes you an hour to listen to four yeah you probably have like a uh old phone because you probably have a new phone on you now but the old phone connects to wi-fi you could just it probably still has the podcast app. You can just connect to Wi-Fi, play any of our episodes multiple times. Um, okay, so like, yeah, the last seven days, 116 downloads. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think we've had more. Uh, last 30 days, 588. And all-time downloads, 2,550. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Ape Escape was our last episode. Um, 75 first week downloads. I think we want to get... We want to. Was it like sixty nine, eighty six? I who knows? I said I track everything, but um, I I'd lost love to that see sheet. triple digits. Honestly, I would love to see us break a hundred. Yeah, I would love to see us cool. get a perfect game. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah, that's 300. that's okay. Uh, 
That's yeah. still a ways go. off, but yeah. yeah, that's a goal. That is a goal. We can do I that. Mean, we really are, you know, it, it would be nice to see these numbers goes up, going up. We are getting some concern calls from our sponsors um, uh, who are paying for this content to be produced. And we do have, so this is episode 28. And so we have a hundred scripted episodes. So there's, mm -hmm. yes, you know, 80, 82 more scripts that we have to produce. Yeah. Pre-written. We know Pre what the news is going to be and yeah. well ahead of time. It's a very expensive undertaking, which yeah. is why we need the sponsors, which is why we need listeners to be promoting the show and actively listening. Yes, that's that's right. Active listeners are our favorites. Um, so, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. It's been my pleasure. It's been uh, my co-host's pleasure uh, to speak to you this week into microphones that are then like, you know, uh, send those waveform files into a hard drive and then we put it out yeah. into the world and it it's goes complicated don't worry about it well yeah don't worry about we it we know how it works yeah yeah um but really we love you so much we love you we love you <laughs> is that how we're ending the episode we love we you. love you we love say you we love you say it we back we love you we love it we love you we love you i love you Bye. <laughs> okay, great. That was fun. That was a good episode.